Good morning, Mendocino County and beyond. Wild Oak Living is all about sustainable living and and building community in Mendocino County and beyond. This program comes to you every other Thursday from 9 to 10 a.m. It alternates with the Cannabis Hour. This is Johanna Wild Oak, uh, and I've been bringing you this program for a while. And today we are having a really great program lined up for you. Uh, I, for the, If you listen regularly, you might remember that um, we've been having these sort of, you know, um, not regular, but but every once in a while programs about um, resilience and how how to live in an in in a world where the emergency seems where emergencies seems to be seem to become the new normal. And today we're going to do another one of these programs, uh, and I'm really honored to welcome. To Wild Oak Living this morning, Claudia Wenning, naturopath from Willits. We'll talk more about her uh, in a moment, and she's going to join me, and we're going to be talking about um, about this topic in general. But she, Claudia has lots of great ideas and suggestions, uh, and she she writes a wonderful newsletter that I actually got the inspiration for doing this program from. And we're going to be talking much more about that. And it's going to be a call-in show. So a little later in the hour, Claudia and I are going to talk first. And then we will invite you to join us with your questions or ideas or stories about how you're dealing with things or if you have any anything that you'd like some uh, some feedback on um, or some questions that you'd like to ask. We're going to open up the phone lines for you to call in probably in about 20 minutes or so. But before we get into the program, I just want to take one moment to get out some information that is really close to my heart. Um, I spent seven years on directors of KZYX, and it was a very rewarding uh, work. Um, and I'd like to encourage uh, anybody who's thought about maybe serving on a board of directors to run for the KZYX Board of Elections uh, that's coming up in in, um, at the end of this month, uh, KZYX Board of Directors uh, has nine members, um, and four of them get elected uh, every four years for a four-year term. And they are, um, most of the members represent uh, the Board of Supervisor Districts. And so this year, there are four positions open, one each for Mendocino County Supervisor Districts 2, so that's the Ukiah area, District 2, that's uh, Willits and north of Willits, I think, all the way to the to the end of the county, up north is District 3, Supervisor Hashex District. Um, District 4 is Fort Bragg. There's a seat available for that, so if you live in the Fort Bragg area, you would qualify for that seat. And 5 is the District 5, which is the Anderson Valley, the South Coast, and the Hopland area. So if you live in District 2, 3, 4, or 5, you could... Uh, run for this position. To fill one of these positions, you must be a member in good standing by January 31st, 2022, and be able to carry out the responsibilities of the Board of Directors. A list of responsibilities, uh, which is contained in our bylaws, is available on the KZYX Elections website, along with application forms. If you cannot access these materials online, please call the station and we will send you a packet. Um, candidates uh, candidates must submit an application by 5 p.m. on January 31st, 2022. You may submit the application with your ballot statement by email to elections at kzyx.org or by regular mail to P.O. Box 1, Philo, California, 95466. If you have questions or would like to get more information about this, you can either go to our website, kzyx.org, and then on the right-hand side of the home screen, you'll find a link to all the information about the board elections, or you can send an email to our board of directors, and that is bod at kzyx.org. That's the email, bod at kzyx.org. Or by leaving a message at the station, you can call the station 8907-895-2324 during regular business hours. The election will be held in March, and we thank you for your interest and support of KZYX and C. So if you've ever thought about running for the board, uh, and if you, if you think, if you think you meet the, uh, you know, the, 
if, if you think you meet the qualifications, which, uh, you know, you can find out more by downloading the information, then please, please uh, consider it. It's, uh, it's a really important, it's a really important contribution to KCYX besides being a member and supporting the station financially. Uh, this is a, this, what's coming up are some pretty big things, pretty big, uh, things for KZYX, the move to to uh, Ukiah, the fundraising for the new headquarters in Ukiah. Um, so that's, uh, there's some pretty, um, pretty rewarding, potentially rewarding work coming up if you have ever considered doing that kind of work. So again, go to kzyx.org and download the link, uh, download information on the board elections link or call the station for more information, 895-2324. Thank you for listening to this announcement. All right, now we are going to shift gears and we will talk with Claudia Wenning uh, about resilience in an age where the emergency has become the new normal and how to move forward. Um, thanks. Thank you, first of all, Claudia, for being on Wild Oak Living again. It's really nice to have you back on the show. Thank you for having me. It's always a pleasure. As I said earlier, I was inspired by your email, your newsletter that you sent out. Um, in, 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 in the Germans have this 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 phrase. It's called "in between the years" or the "in between time" between Christmas and and New Year's, which tends to be a time of reflection. But I think in general, the beginning of a new year is is a good opportunity to reflect. Um, and I wanna I wanna start our our conversation. By uh, just um, sharing something from the from your newsletter, if you wouldn't mind, I would just like to read this this short paragraph because I think it can set the tone for our conversation. Um, and what you're saying in your newsletter is, let's share with each other what works to strengthen the fabric of life as it unfolds for us at this time, weaving connections from one heart to another across all the distances, real, imagined, social, or otherwise created, will support us all. There are ways waiting to be explored and creatively implemented to give us all sustenance to not just survive, but thrive together through tears and laughter, soul to soul, meeting and seeing one another with eye to eye connections. I love that, Claudia. So um, let's talk uh, a bit about what inspired you to to well to do this kind of work in general that you do um, but but to reach out and to connect with people about how to move forward and not just survive but thrive in in this in this age of uncertainty all right well i think our life experiences are the driving force where we see ourselves go in the future and my life experience lately has been that I have been talking to a lot of people who at times are at a loss because most of us share the realization that we can't go back in time generally, but especially now. And as much as many people have been waiting to go back to normal, let's say, throughout uh, 2020 and the beginning of 2021. It just seems appropriate to say, well, maybe there is really no going back to normal. Mm -hmm. And there are different ways we can take that. We can be really disappointed about it and stressed out and really sad about it or we can say all right it is what it is if we can't go back to what was now where do we want to go from here and what actually means normal what do we want to be normal because we all know um there's always something to improve. And even if somebody was would say, oh, it was all so good before XYZ happened, um, that's only one part of the equation. 
when change is unavoidable, it is this opportunity to look at what would we like to see happen in the days and years and, you know, in times ahead in the future. So that can be very, very uplifting, very inspiring, but it also can be a little bit, whoa, what now? And then that um, idea came in, like, I think a lot of people have that ritual, they, they um, take stock um, at the end of the year, look at what happened, and kind of set intentions for a new year or for a new cycle. It could be somebody may do this every month. Somebody may more feel aligned with that to do that on their birthdays. Like, okay, I have now another year of living under my belt. What do I want to see happening from here? So we all have, have our different rhythms to do this. But it's, it's a great uh, ritual to do. And the in-between time you talked about, it is literally a week of this time of softness, almost like we give ourselves space to just be and allow the impressions from the last year to sink in deeper and make more sense in a way and clear out all that that has come to its own completion. And that means we are literally making space for the new to come in and that is where we come in. What do we want to embrace as the new in terms of intentions, goals, the sense of purpose, how to take care of ourselves and others, where we want what we want to accomplish um, privately, uh, personally, uh, in our profession, in our community. So it's a very malleable space and time, and it has this profound depth of promise of new beginnings. So that's why I like to spend time doing that and I like to support anyone else who likes to do that and then the questions come up and usually there are a lot of questions and I have a lot of questions usually when I'm in this reflective mode and I certainly don't have all of the answers but the questions alone are the instrument for change I have to have a question first, and then I'm open to receive an answer. So that's what I meant with that time of reflection. And the first question you have in your newsletter, you ask a list of questions for people to reflect on. Um, and I don't know if you have time to go through all the questions, but the one question that sort of... Um, startled me awake was actually your first question because it's not something that I, I personally think a lot about and I'm wondering you know if, if that uh, how our listeners feel about this and that is what has served you well in the past um, I tend to be a, a forward future oriented person you know my whole professional career was sort of as a as a technology futurist and so I'm <laughs> always looking forward and very very rarely look back and I actually don't like looking back. <laughs> and, so, ah. and so the question has served you well in the past. I that's what startled me. Hmm. Um, but it's Interesting. Kind of an important question, isn't it? Interesting. Well, Johanna, you haven't gotten where you are if you hadn't implemented um, activities um, in the understandings, um, procedures, and steps of action that have got you where you are. So something actually must have served you well in the past, so you are where you are now. That's kind of my approach. Mm -hmm. yes. and, and it's almost like, well, give yourself a bit of credit, right? So what has served you well? Where do you remember you have done something that actually just clicked? You know, those moments of like, complete ease and things just come together and move forward and you just marvel 
and say, wow, it's just everything is flowing and things are coming my way. So there is a state of mind that is part of this whole equation too. And if you have had this in the past, what a beautiful tool in your toolbox to have. It may serve you well in the future. And it, it is probably not that common. We often tend to get hung up on what didn't work well. Mm -hmm. Yes. Exactly. However, even that will get you to where I just talked about this state of being. Even the, the times where things really didn't go well and they were taxing on many levels, physically, mentally, emotionally. Somehow you got through them because you're here now. Like that goes for anybody who's listening, right? Um, whatever the hardships were, you somehow got through them because you are here now listening to us. So what has served you well to get through tremendous difficult, tremendously difficult times in your life? And that is something nobody can take away from you. That is something you innately have earned and impl implemented yourself. And it's just part of, of what I call taking stock. Hmm. I have overcome whatever it might be, you know. Wow. Yes, I did. So, hmm. I do have capabilities to address the unknown and the scary and the, uh, you know, all, all these insecurities we have about the future because literally we have come as far as this very moment. So that I find empowering looking at it this way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that goes straight. Yeah. Go ahead. And that goes straight in the second question I had in this whole set of questions. So what has served you well in the part in the past and how can you carry that forward? That's kind of where I'm going with that. So yes. once we are aware of the capabilities we have to navigate through troubling times, then we can really um, harvest those, those tools again and, and use them again. Right. Um, sort of kind of like a, a, a toolkit for the future. Yep. I'm reflecting on, on, on the list, and, and like I said, we probably don't have time to go through all the questions, but uh, one of the things that also stood out to me uh, in this time of uncertainty and in this time of stress that comes from the pandemic and the, from the climate crisis and the fires and all the things that we've been dealing with recently, one of the questions that you ask, besides, you know, sort of the the usual question of, you know, what what are the goals that you want to pursue in the future, and, you know, that's... That's, of course, really important. But what you ask is, I just had some software crash on my computer and my list went away. Oh, my gosh. Um, what, what brings you, one of the questions that you ask is, what brings you joy and laughter effortlessly? I think that's key, right? Because uh, so many of us are looking at all the dire things that are going on in the world, and we almost feel guilty wanting to have laughter and joy in our lives and, and wanting to experience that and wanting to make that happen because we, we constantly feel like we have to do something, we have to do something, you know. But um, talk a little bit about that, about that conflict. I, I think if we act from this place of joy, it will infuse our actions with a, a joyful flavor, if you will. Um, it will color our actions 
differently than when we do the same actions from a place of um, I have to and I need to and somebody makes me to or any of those um, more stressful commitments. It's almost like when you cook a meal for your family and you love your family and you want to feed them well and have them enjoy the food and the flavors, that intention goes into cooking the food. Even the simple soup, with every stir of the soup, you infuse your intention of them enjoying this food and the food serving well into the soup. And I do think it matters. Versus, oh my God, I got to feed the kids, let's just slap something together. So that could then be applied to anything we do. Um, the intention behind anything we do, I think, matters. And when we feel joy and we share the joy through actions, through words, through smiles, um, anything with others, it actually multiplies. And that is for me just the miracle. We can increase joy by sharing joy. And the true heartfelt delight of being alive and being grateful for another day. Nothing fake, no silly jokes, that, that is a different layer. But I mean, the deep connection with joyfully realizing we have another opportunity today, this moment, to make a difference in life. Feeling joy about being able to connect with someone. Feeling joy in being able to connect with your animals. Feeling joy of just watching the grass grow out there. Miracle in itself. Um, and the contentment that arises from beneath that. To share that with other people, I think it matters. If it's authentic, it is effortless. And it will make such a difference to everyone you're in contact with. You are listening to Wild Oak Living. This is Johanna Wild Oak, and today uh, I am talking with my guest, Claudia Wenning. She is a naturopath uh, and uh, a naturopath from Willits. She has her own practice in Willits. If you would like to find out more about uh, Claudia's work, uh, you can go to claudiawenning.com, and that's spelled C-L-A-U-D-I-A. W-E-N-N-I-N-G dot com, Claudia Wenning. Um, and uh, she has uh, many resources on, on, Claudia has many resources on, on her website um, that uh, you can avail yourself of, um, interviews, uh, uh, YouTube videos, talks, books. Uh, I just, maybe we can, before we go on in the second half hour to talk with our listeners and, and invite phone calls, Claudia, maybe we could take just a few minutes to talk about some of the, some of the work that you do in your practice and some of the resources that you offer on your website. And then we'll go on and talk more about, about, um, the topic of our conversation today, which is how to live with resilience and joy in a world that where the emergencies seem to have become the new normal. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. yeah. So, well, folks, it hasn't been easy before this recent pandemic either. It hasn't been easy. There always have been, if you wanted to look, a lot of issues and a lot of problems and um social injustice um, that deserve to be addressed. So we didn't just like end up from the perfect world into a world of a pandemic. So I think it's really healthy to keep that in mind. 
nevertheless, historically, we have come a long way as a human species. And especially now with, with technology at our hands, we have so many options now to connect with each other and make a difference. It's, it's quite amazing. And it also needs to be used with awareness. So, and awareness is actually one of my key words. I used to call it the big A, awareness. And it goes back to, to that I was fortunate enough to go through a lot of life experience that that showed me the need to reflect and, and look much, much, much deeper than I was taught to actually find a way to move forward. And I had wonderful teachers. So I'm very grateful for that. And it slowly developed that way that I, I have been given the opportunity to pass some of these understandings on that literally will enable us to be more aware of who we are, where we are, and what we do. And that, in regard to naturopathy, of course, starts with the health. Interesting enough, we may not be aware of what's going on in your body, in our body, until the body sends signals. And these signals are, energetically speaking, really red flags. It's pain. Something hurts. Something doesn't work right anymore. Um, belly ache, headache, um, back ache, you name it. These are messages from the body to say something is out of balance and I would like you who lives in this body to bring your awareness to the situation and we got to do something about it. And that's where I come in because then I may have some suggestions what to do about it based on natural remedies, um, lifestyle changes. Nutrition is always key. I mean, it sounds like such a phrase that has been said too much, but I actually believe it can't be said enough. We are what we eat. Nutrition is so instrumental to how we feed ourselves who replicate continuously and make the body we are in. And then, of course, how do we address stress and life in general? And how do we balance stress and rest? And now, with the pandemic, how do we deal with uncertainty? And uncertainty wasn't born with this last pandemic. Uncertainty is something we have lived with all our lives. It's almost like this is an incredible opportunity to look at how we deal with uncertainty. Do we kind of dig our heels in the ground and become um, rigid and really have a very hard time with it? Or do we stay in a state of open awareness to what is going on and what we can do about it in order to keep all the ones we care for and ourselves in a state of health. So it is an incredible time of change. And literally, it is just another layer, a more obvious layer of us having to learn to live life um, healthily. It's like all the flags are up. So this is this is exciting in a way. And there is a reason to be concerned, but the state of fear is a state of rigidity. When we're afraid of what the future may bring, the way to go through it, to acknowledge and respect the fear and do something, put something into place that gives us the the sense of having done everything we can do to keep our loved ones and ourselves healthy and safe. Is that what you were asking for? 
Yes. Um, and I just, I just want to, because the program is, you know, is so short and we have so little time together. Uh-huh. I just want to, you know, point people in the direction of your website because you have so much more uh, information to offer on your website, uh, including the your book, Quantum Level Transformation, which is a handbook of tools, techniques, and meditations for awareness and vital balance, a transformational journey of discovery. And as I said earlier, there's audio interviews, video interviews, YouTube videos, um, a, a lot of resources on the website that you might find helpful in navigating th- these times and and the future that that uh, you know that that are we're facing. So the website again is claudiawinning.com. That's the first and last name of my guest today, Claudia Claudia W E N N I N G Wenning claudiawinning.com. Um, or if you, you can also look for quantum level transformation in your search engine, and I'm pretty sure that that would also get you to your website, right? Yeah, yeah, I actually have a, a, a patent on that, so it should still show. And yeah, thank you for mentioning the handbook. That is a really handy little book, which is a compilation of all the processes I did up to the time I wrote the book with my clients in order to navigate difficult situations in in life. And yes, uh, it's a mouthful, the title, but it says it all, to increase awareness and to find balance. And everyone deserves it. We all deserve to live in balance. That's just the bottom line, I think. (laughs) Okay. Well, I did promise that we would open up the phone lines, and I should reiterate again, you are listening to Wild Oak Living. This is Johanna Wild Oak. This program comes to you every other Thursday from 9 to 10 a.m. Next week, it's going to be the Cannabis Hour, and then uh, in two weeks from now, we're going to have another program that I will tell you more about at the end of this this hour, about what's coming up. But right now, I would love to invite our listeners to join this conversation, and uh, if you have uh, a question, for Claudia uh, or something that you'd like to contribute to, to, the, to this conversation about how living resili- resiliently and joyfully during these challenging times um, please give us a call and or how do how you how are you connecting with others uh, all the all the things that we've talked about uh, in uh, Claudia and I've just talked about in our conversation um, if you have questions or suggestions or stories to share with us about this t- topic in general please give us a call the number is 707 895 2448 that's the studio the KZYX studio 707 895 2448 and when you call in um, Eddie will let me know that you're calling and we can have you on the air please know that this is a live conversation of course and that your calls will go out on the air and also will be recorded for later podcasts so I just want to say that as a little disclaimer so give us a call 895-2448 Claudia while we wait for for phone calls um what what comes to mind now? Where, where should we go from here? You have so much information to share. I don't even know what question to ask next. Yeah, actually, <laughs> let's let's talk about questions because, um, as I said earlier, and I think it, it's worth it repeating. Boy, do I have a lot of questions. I mean, I have like so many questions, not just in that one newsletter, but in general, and I don't have the answers, but. As I said, it is really helpful to ask the question and put a certain concern into a verbal format that sets the stage to make ourselves, to open ourselves up to an answer. And the answers might change over time too. But really, um, questions are the tool to get a deeper understanding of where we are with, you know, the state of the world at large or our personal situation. So I just want to say that um, question is where we start. We may not have the answers, but it's a great start to, to ask a question. And then just allow ourselves to listen. It might be that the answer comes verbally. It may be that the answer will come in different ways. It is just that we're allowing ourselves to listen on all, with all our senses, you know, it just doesn't have to be just listening to, to words, but there's other ways that we can 
gain something that helps us to move forward. It could be story that somebody tells us. It could be something somebody shows us. It would be something we encounter on our way through the day. There are so many ways we we can get a deeper understanding how to navigate through life with openness, you know. So that's why I like questions so much. And then we can ask ourselves also, like, if we have certain ideas about um, what to do and it may not sit right, we can ask ourselves, okay, I think I should do X, Y, Z, but really, where's this thought coming from? Why do I feel compelled to be frightened about something? Where's this thought coming from? What is really the underlying emotion? So there's many ways we can go, and it all will help us to to feel stronger and more centered in moving forward. And the most important thing, this is all things we can share with each other to help each other to you know, find the questions and find some answers and not feel overwhelmed. And this feeling of overwhelm also is something that is really, it's like detrimental to your health, seriously. Um, once you feel that way, I can only encourage everybody who's listening. If you feel overwhelmed, reach out. Reach out to anybody you trust. Don't sit alone with overwhelm. It becomes so much easier when you share and everything comes back into motion and you will find your questions and you will find some answers. And uh, i that's what I do with the people I work with. And I just wanted to say that. And if you're in Willits this afternoon, I actually have an open studio. My office is at the Little Lake Grange in Willits from 3 to 4. So, hey, just come by and, and let's talk. Let's talk. Um, don't isolate yourself with overwhelm. Thank you. Thank you. Offer. Um, one of the things that also in your newsletter, which might be a good uh, opportunity to talk about now, speaking of reaching out, is the the women's circle that, yes. that you do. Maybe you spend a couple minutes talking about that. Yes. So um, I uh, used to offer women's circle. There were uh, small private groups in person at my office. And I haven't done it for the last two years for obvious reasons. I have decided, though, this year to offer them again. The first starts on January 29th. That's a Saturday at 11.30 in the morning. And that's just my way of, of finding a doable and safe way to have people communicate with each other and process what has happened in the last two years. So these groups are very small. We will adhere to all the mandates and regulations by the health department. There will be distancing. There will be masks. There will not be food sharing, which we like to do, you know, like a big pot of tea. So all that has to be on hold for another time. But we will meet, and it's private, and it's it's a committed group of four bi-weekly bi sessions of an hour and a half. It's very reasonable. It's like the bottom entry for having support in a group setting with what has been going on. And I really want to offer this because the distancing has made a huge impact on all our lives, especially the people who actually do live alone. And I want to offer a bridge wherever and however I can in a safe and healthy way because I think it's needed. I like the word bridge. Yes. Let's just build some bridges here. Johanna, this, this program is the bridge itself through the ether. I think we're supposed to build some bridges this year. What do you think? 
I think so too. And actually that's the main, <laughs> the main reason I've been doing this program for more than 20 years now is to build bridges. Yeah. I, I was, thank you for putting that in such beautiful words because that's, you know, that's, to me, that's how I view this radio program is to build, for me to build bridges with, to others and for, uh, for the, you know, for you to, build bridges with each other and with me. Yeah, that's exactly what it's about. And and to showcase solutions, to showcase people who are offering positive, um, healthy ways for us to acknowledge that we are living in a very stressful world and then figure out together what to do about it and how we can help each other. Yes. And connect with each other. And that's what this program is about. And that's why I'm so happy that we can have this conversation today. That's great. And that's, that's that Yeah, I love you that. And mm -hmm. You and so many other, I mean, there are so many wonderful practitioners in our county. Um, Claudia, Claudio has, as she indicated, she has, she has uh, uh, an office in, at, at the, at the Grange in Willits that you can go to. Um, there are, there are many, many other practitioners, you know, if you're on the coast or if you're in the south part of the county or, or north, pretty much every town here in Mendocino County has people that can help. It's a question of finding somebody that you trust and finding somebody that you can reach out to who can, who can help you. Um, you know, maybe just one time or on an ongoing basis, whichever, you know, whichever you need. Um, one of the things that we haven't covered yet, and by the way, we are taking calls. If you would like to give us a call, 895-2448 is the number to call if you'd like to give us a call about this topic. But one of the things we haven't talked about, um, or maybe you touched on it a little bit when you talked about nutrition, but is... Um, um, some of the other tools that you can use to support yourself, like like herbs and and um, and you know acupressure, massage, all of these things. Maybe just talk a little bit about about some of the more physical aspects of of uh, of of thriving. Yeah, I'd love to. That yeah, I get I yeah, I'm very passionate about that. Unfortunately, not just me, but others have noticed too that. As far as, as we can judge, there has not been enough emphasis on what people can do for themselves to improve their health. Um, I think it's prudent to really revisit this whole approach with, with health care, because I think it starts with us, the ones who live in the bodies, um, that it would be really, really wonderful to look at what we can do to improve our health rather than wait for external measures to finally be, be delivered to us. And that starts, as I said, with nutrition. It starts with herbs and the choices of foods we make. And I don't want to like, um, like be a preacher, but there is some evidence that certain body types Regard, um, depending on the medical history, will be more supported with a certain diet than others. So in many cases, and there are more studies coming out in the last two years because we all, we all have questions and there are people that are looking for answers. For some people, it really would help to focus more on a predominantly plant-based diet and I'm saying that very generally because, of course, um, it has to be talked about with your medical provider. And I would have, again, many, many questions to ask someone to see where they're at with their medical history. But in general, there is so much goodness in what this planet produces for us. And if we can get the vitamins and minerals that even all the other medical establishments now suggest we should take, if we can take them in the natural form through food, I, I see that as advantageous. So again, to look at what you eat, when you eat it, how you prepare it, um, how your digestion works, and we have found out so much about viral influences in the last two years too, 
how it can affect our intestinal tract. There are a lot of things we can do to help ourselves. And it's really probably not found in mainstream media, but I wish it was, because this is self-help. This is empowerment. This is the tool against overwhelm. I don't know what to do. Well, here's something you can do. People eat every day. Look at what you eat. Sense, you know, tune into your body. Does it feel good what you eat? Does it give you energy? Does it, uh, or does it create, um, you know, indigestion, bloating, uh, headaches, other aches? Well, let's look again. Is there a red flag coming up? So how can we support the body to be in its optimal state, regardless of age or gender or ethnicity? That all can be fine-tuned with the help of someone like me or any of my colleagues, what you need as an individual. But let's look at that. How can we support your, your body? How can we strengthen your immune system so that it can withstand not only what is currently circulating the globe, but also anything else that may come your way as a contaminant or a pathogenic element in the future. So I all I want everybody to live a life as healthy as possible as long as it is designed for them. So this is a time to make changes in your lifestyle that they have longevity on their own and they actually may support your personal longevity and that they would be sustainable. You know, something you talk a lot about, Johanna. Um, let's make changes for the better for our personal health that are sustainable, repeatable, and that they have merit. And interesting enough, this is a totally different topic for another discussion, but what if there is an in intricate connection between the health of the planet and the health of, of all the species that are living upon it? And for decades... Oh, we have a caller? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Caller, go ahead. You're live on Wild Earth Living. Hello. Oh, hi. Good morning. Um, truly, I just wanted to call and say thank you because so much of what you are saying and supporting is just speaks to my heart and feels so very true. And um, to have leaders in our community and in the world just keeping all of this knowledge um, up on the radio in in the world alive um, is just so important, and I just really appreciate it. And I'm absolutely going to give you a call and hopefully get to meet you at some point. So I just wanted to call and just give you gratitude for all of the work that, that you're doing. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yes, wonderful. I'm looking forward to hearing from you. You, you will find my contact information on my website. And what's your name? I think she hung up. She's gone. Okay. Well, that was so sweet. Thank you so much, caller. If you're still listening, uh, thank you so much for calling in and 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 connecting with us and sharing sharing your feedback. That makes me feel good as as um, in offering this program, and it's really great that um, that it's connecting with you. Um, we only have a couple minutes, maybe, uh, Claudia. Just let me reiterate that you've been listening to Wild Duck Living. This is Johanna Wild Duck. My guest has been Claudia Wenning. She is a naturopath from Will from Willits. She has a lot of uh, healing modalities that she can offer, and you can find out more about that at her website, ClaudiaWenning.com, W-E-N-N-I-N-G, ClaudiaWenning.com. If you want to offer your phone number or if you just want to want people to go to your website, um, that's that's up to you. Um, I just want to make sure that that anybody who is inspired to connect with you or with any of the many other wonderful practitioners here in our county to help us all uh, move forward. Um, 
and 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 thrive in in these challenging times. And uh, I just like to invite you to uh, offer any any closing thoughts in the two minutes or so that we have left in this program, Claudia. All right. Well, Actually, thank you. about a minute because I because okay. I also need about a minute to. Okay. Yeah. Just tell me when I should be quiet. So, <laughs> first of all, <laughs> Johanna, thank you for having me on again. And um, this is, of course, this is the main topic of our times: how we can support each other to navigate into the future. And I I appreciate everything you do on the show. And I just want to be part of of that group of people who help others so that we can like you know sail in the future in the same boat and be safe and i'm happy to talk to anyone who wants to talk to me my phone number is one seven oh seven three seven one six one zero three i will not answer the phone when i'm in session but you're welcome to leave a message and i do return my calls within 24 hours i am I also do sessions on video, so if you cannot come to Willits, there's other ways we can connect. And yes, that is what I do, what I love to do, and I feel very fortunate that I'm able to offer my services, not just in the county, just in as well as beyond. So thank you again, Johanna. Thank you for everything you do. And everyone, everyone at KZYX, I'm very excited about the upcoming changes in KZYX, what I heard earlier. So that's really cool. And yeah, yeah, yeah. radio matters. So thank you for doing what you're doing. And I'm done. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Claudia, for being on Wild Dog Living this morning. Thank you so much. And thank you, dear listeners, for tuning in this morning to Wild Dog Living. Uh, I will be back two weeks from today at 9 a.m. That is, I believe... January, oh gosh, I don't have my calendar in front of me, two weeks from from today. Uh, And I'm going to have some two very interesting guests. I'm going to be talking with uh, Andrea Press um, about a book called Media Ready Feminism and Everyday Sexism, How U.S. Audience Create Meaning Audiences Create Meaning Across Platforms. And I'm also going to be talking with Catherine Bond Stockton about her book, called Genders, Why Gender is Strange Even When It's Played Straight and How Race and Money Are Two of Its Most Dramatic Ingredients. So quite quite a different topic from what we have been talking about today, but I, I, I will keep this kind of um, uh, conversation going and we will have these kinds of programs again in the future. So stay tuned in to Wild Oak Living, stay tuned in to KZYX. This has been a production of Mendocino County Public Broadcasting. KZYX, Philo 90.7 FM, KZYZ, Willits and Ukiah 91.5 FM, and Fort Bragg at 88.1 FM. You can find more content like this on our website at kzyx.org, and consider donating by clicking the red donate button in the upper right corner. Thank you for listening.